Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the uh, podcast today. Anxiety. Anxiety strikes again. That's my topic. You know, we're living in a world with considerable amount of anxiety-producing events. We have a political debate. We have a political warfare going on in our country. We have the absence of normalized education. Kids are not in school. Some are, some are not. Some are in Zoom. And all the various kind of ways education is being promoted these days creates an anxiety when there is the lack of stability and systemization. Employment is the same situation. Do you go back to work or do you not? And uh, what will be the future of your job? What will be the future of your company? What's the stability that one can expect or the instability that one can expect? In other words, we're living in a world today where anxiety has come forth in a stronger and a more personal way than most of us have experienced in the past. Now, it's been said that um, worry, or anxiety if you will, is interest paid on trouble before it's due. You know, and that's kind of what anxiety is all about. We reach into the future and we predict or we make decisions based upon what we think the future will be. And when we have anxiety, when we have uncertainty, and we base our decisions on that uncertainty for the future, we're in trouble. We're likely to be in trouble. So we have to be careful when we live our life based upon what we think will happen tomorrow or next week or next month or next year. We have to return to our day-to-day living, our day-to-day experience, base our decisions on what we have done in the past, not what we think will happen in the future. The best predictor of the future is past events, how we've handled things, how we've processed things, how we've handled anxiety in the past. That'll be pretty much how we will then handle anxiety and live our life in the future. Now, many of us live with this kind of what we call free-floating anxiety. It's anxiety all the time, regularly throughout the day, and whatever takes place, we approach it with a sense of anxiety or uncertainty or fear. That's free-floating anxiety. As compared to the person who just has anxiety over very specific situations, such as a test coming up, or a speech that has to be made, or somebody that you have to meet, or some meeting that you're going to go to, or whatever it might be. Something very specific. Now, many people approach anxiety through the use of medication. One has to be very careful about that, because medication in itself has been found to generate anxiety, to generate uncertainty, generate fear, generate anger, generate frustration. So even taking medication for anxiety creates other kind of problems, which then creates more anxiety. So medication by itself is certainly not the answer. And we'll take a look at that just in a few moments. So don't let a doctor recommend or give you a prescription for anxiety by itself and then say, just go home and take it. That'd be the worst thing that one could do. Anxiety medication has to be in the context of a therapy program, a program of change, a program of confrontation of the issues in your life, and so on. So how do we deal with anxiety? How do we kind of approach anxiety on a basis uh, throughout life and when it occurs periodically or when it's with us all the time? Let me tick off about eight different ways that anxiety can be approached and controlled and where you can take anxiety and use it for your good not your evil. Learn to relax. That's number one. Learn to relax. Learn biofeedback techniques. Learn exercise techniques. Learn catnapping. Learn meditation. Learn progressive relaxation. Learn yoga. 
Any way that you can learn to relax your muscles of your body, do it. And do it daily. 15 minutes a day would be an excellent uh, kind of habit to get into. So that you actually produce a, a body that's more relaxed and more calm and more under control through the self-management of using relaxation techniques. So tighten your muscles and then let them go and feel the relaxation that takes place. One muscle group after another. Start with your feet, move all the way up to your head. Just take different muscle groups. Tense them, hold them, and then let go slowly. And say the word relax as you let go. So the word relax always is associated with letting go of muscles and letting them return to their natural state, which is a state of relaxation, by the way. Okay, that's learn to relax. You got to do that. Control anxiety, you have to learn how to relax your muscles, how you relax your mind, and how you relax your body using whatever technique you can find and learn. Number two, here's the second one. Learn to take an emotional breather. You know, it's kind of a timeout thing. You know, maybe throughout your day or maybe throughout your weeks and now you just need to take a little long walk. Maybe you need to pick up a book and just read it and get your mind off of other things. Maybe you need to watch a movie that's got to make it some humor or something that can get your mind off of what you've been worrying about. In other words, do something to relax your mind. Take a little breather and gain some distance from the problem you're facing. Get a perspective that's more healthy. Now, here's number three. Build up your strength. You know, that is exercise. Aerobic exercise is often recommended for anxious people. Use relaxation exercise as a way of not just building strength of the muscles, but letting go of the tension and anxiety that is associated with muscle tension. Let muscle tension be an exercise, not an act of anxiety. In other words, lower your stress thermostat. Get it back to normal. Go to the gym. Do something that will allow you to just let go of your body for the time being. Let go of your anxiety for the time being and get into a different world of thought and experience. Here's number four. Express your anger, but express it appropriately. If you're, if you're angry, don't hold it in. All you're doing is buying an ulcer when you hold your anger in. All you're doing is buying a level of increased blood pressure when you hold your anger in. What you're doing is waiting for a time in the future when you're going to let that anger go and somebody's going to get it all, even if they don't deserve it. You have to express your anger at the time and to the person and in the situation where that anger it relates and where it generates and where it comes from. Don't hold it in. Hiding anger may lead to, a, to many different physical and emotional problems. So when you're frustrated and upset, discuss it. Express it. Tell somebody. Don't let it even build up to anger. Deal with it at the level of frustration. Deal with it at the level of irritability. And then it won't build up to the point of anger. Here's number five. Try to make your home your castle. You know, everything inside your house you can control. Everything outside your house you can't control. So remember your house is your castle. Get in your house and just live according to how you live. And how you like to relax. And how you like to spend your time. Don't let the outside world come into your home and tell you how to live. Your home is your castle. And don't let your outside world that is anxiety prone and irritable and anger prone and depression prone. Don't let it come into your house. 
keep your home a place of safety keep your home a place of relaxation keep your home a place of calmness and quietness you need that here's number six set your priorities you can't do everything at once you can't do everything today set your priorities make a list of some of the things you have to do what's about your how full is your plate start to prioritize them and start working them off one at a time but do it by priority live by priority don't just kind of spend your day according to what is more enjoyable or what's easy get some of the stuff that you have to take care of get it done and move on in life here's number seven just don't rely on tranquilizers and drugs don't let your doctor give you a tranquilizer without referring you for psychotherapy to a professional psychologist if you need tranquilizers that's one thing but you can't take them alone and benefit all the research shows that that medication by itself produces very little benefit psychotherapy by itself produces considerable amount of benefit and the combination of a medication and psychotherapy together is usually the best combination for the best benefit so make sure that whatever time whenever you're in a situation taking medication that you're also hooked up with a psychologist for therapy and counseling and you're meeting with that person on a regular basis and approaching your problems biochemically neurologically and psychologically and sociologically if you will deal with the issues that are creating anxiety don't just try to mask them with some kind of medication by itself studies have shown medications like valium and medications like librium and other medications that are geared for anxiety reduction actually produce more tension actually produce feelings of aggression actually produce feelings of irritability so the very thing that they try to solve they create and here's number eight talk out your problems get yourself a therapist and start talking go to your pastor start talking go to a trusted friend start talking go to a family member that can be helpful to you an aunt an uncle or whatever start talking in other words connect yourself with people with whom you can speak and with whom you can talk and with whom you can let go of some of the emotion you've been holding up in your own body letting go of the anxiety let that anxiety fade let that anxiety dissipate as you speak out your problems and get perspective on your problems get solutions for your problems get motivations to deal with your problems and resolve your problems that's the answer okay so remember worry anxiety is interest paid on trouble before it is even due which is tomorrow or next week or next month stop living in the future live in the here and now live in the day live in the moment and take control of it you'll be much much better off hey nice to see you and have you talk uh, or listen as I talk today uh, that's good and hopefully that this is a um, positive message for you and something that will be helpful to you as you deal with your own anxiety and then deal with your own fears and deal with your own uncertainties as you look into the future bring it under control and live healthy live wisely live in the day live in the moment make life yours rather than somebody else's okay bye for now Thank you.